Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The PGP, which you know you can download on its own iTunes feed. So go to Permission Granted Podcast. Search that on iTunes. And then also you can download it, DA, on CBS.com. And this is the show within the show, the show about the show, the show that doesn't go out over the air. It's the show that describes everything inside of what's going on. And this is a very uh, momentous day because this is the first PGP that we are actually doing live on the Facebook Live video feed. So we actually have a video feed going on right now. Myself and Mraz inside one of the control rooms here as we tape it at CBS Sports Radio. A little bit more jitters, a little bit more uh, pressure here, Marez? Yeah, also, just another reminder of how fat my head is, mm, really, because uh, the way the camera is set up, you are far behind me, yeah. and I'm pretty much up close and personal with the uh, taping mechanism here, the camera, and I got a real shiny bald head, and my head looks humongous. <laughs> but at least I wore a button-down for taping day, so yeah, that's really. good. So what made you wear the button-down today? You know what? Last week on Thursday, I wore a Ryan McDonough Rangers t-shirt, and I wore a Seattle Supersonic shirt on Friday. And I think I caught some eyes for some salespeople around here. Interesting. Uh, some people wearing suits, the suits as they call them, as Pharrell would call them, the suits. Uh, yesterday, I had a little time. I took out five button-down shirts, and I ironed them to get me through the week. The question is, will I wear all five this week, slack off one morning, and save a couple for next week? So you iron your shirts because now in the new shift, you have to kind of figure out what your new wardrobe options are going to be. have to lay them out the night before. Like, I have everything laid out like I'm a school kid again. It's okay. all laid out. So. And so you, you iron them, and then you hung them in the closet again? Uh, in the guest my guest room closet, I have, like, another hook, and I guess I hung them all on there, and they're separate from being just smushed back in the closet. That's huge. So I did a lot. I, did, I cleaned out a closet yesterday. I made some room, threw out some clothes. I did a big... Spring really? cleansing. Yes, okay. I did. It was a productive weekend. Okay, what uh, what sports uh, shirts did you get rid of in the purge? I did throw out a couple sports shirts. Did you um, throw them out or donate them? Uh, donate them. They're actually in a bag in the back of my car. I'm bringing them to a church up the block from me. Uh, Steve Burline Panthers jersey is now oh, gone. Wow. Wow. Hung was on to it for so long. That wasn't part of the 30 for 30. No, because it was a Panthers jersey. Oh, yeah, you only did 30 Giants 30 jerseys. Giant jerseys. So there were a couple that I had to look at and I go, but okay. But remember, at the end of 30 for 30, for those that don't know this, when our overnight days began, we, we were floored by how many jerseys Mraz had. So for Lent that year, 30 days, 30, or no, 40 and 40? No, 30 for 30. Okay, 30 for 30. We did 30 straight days where you wore a different Giants jersey. But remember... At the end of 30 days, you did also wear your Courtney Brown 
Then you wore your David Carr Texans. Oh, no, your 0-0 Texans. 0-2 for the year they were brought in. So you could have worn the Burr line, but you did not. By the way, both of those also on the list. They got the zig. They got the zig. That was the cut line. Uh, they got the cut line. I also wore, I, I don't know where I got this. I think it was somewhere here. I had a Slim Jim basketball jersey. Okay. Gone. <laughs> um, And I had a Yankee shirt that's, oh, I had to get rid of a Don Mattingly Yankee t-shirt. It was just, I got to the point, I'm looking at how many Yankee t-shirts I have. Like a jersey. Yeah, like a jersey. I'm, I'm 30 years old. When you get over a dozen Yankee shirts and something, mm. not just jerseys, and it's time to get rid of some. Uh huh. So I made a made a call, and also I got rid of stuff that was actually a little too big and baggy on me. Nice to hope that I don't gain all the weight back after you need them again. Yeah. So yeah, several jerseys purged. They will be donated. Good for you. I actually just got rid of a. I did a purge of myself. Uh, I, I just got rid of my David Wright jersey. Really? So is that officially the end of David Wright's career when the jersey goes? officially uh, puts the nail in the coffin. That's my only jersey, I think. I might have... No, I. I you well, would think for baseball you'd have more. You know, yeah. a couple. Even if it's three. But I don't summer, know. You know, summer going to the ballpark, you with a jersey. I think that's fine. I, it is, but here's the problem. Jerseys are... They are made out of terrible cloth. Terrible cotton. It, like, it gets real rigid. It's never um, the soft wash. Cotton. No, you're right. It it's never 50-50 either. It definitely comes back, and it definitely comes back faded after, like, two washes. Yeah, I'm not quick. I'm not quick to wash. I think I just washed a Brian McCann Yankee jersey for the first time, and I had it for, like, three years. You got to keep the color. Yeah, no, the jerseys don't, they don't wear well over time. They get kind of like... So your that, David Wright one was basically falling apart. Is what it you're wasn't falling apart. It just it ended up shrinking weird. It, it did one of those things where the sleeves stay baggy, <laughs> but the but the bottom starts coming up. Right. You know? yes. so it, it just you, gets like really boxy. They do become like antro roll and warm ups with the jersey <laughs> just above his belly button. I've had jerseys like that too, and I always just thought it was from Chipotle. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's a thing, and then it's like a it's it becomes like cardboard. I had to get rid of it. The jersey had to go. That's a shame. I've pictured you in the David Wright jersey with the. Flat, not the flat brim, the rigid brim med hat. That's a good look for you in the summer. Yeah, it's a great look. It's for over. Me. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'm glad that I just bought into this New York Mets ticket package. After, <laughs> you know, I don't know if we've talked about this on the air. Uh, when we moved time slots, we finally got our weeknights back. And obviously, doing weeknights, unless I filled in for Doug, I could never go to a Mets game during the week. So everything right. was, everything was a matinee when nobody could go because everyone's working, or uh, on the weekend. And so I was like, oh, let me get a, a weeknight uh, ticket package. So I got a 20-game ticket package to go see the Mets during the week, which is great. Like, they are so customer-friendly. They they let me sit in a bunch of different seats when uh, before the season so I could see the the seats. So I picked out two seats. That's good they do that. Yeah, it was it was really great. They've been so uh, so accommodating. They also have this incredible thing where you can exchange a ticket that you don't use for any other game of that tier. So like if you oh really now you can't use it on weekends because that's a different like tier. no but let's say you had a Wednesday night versus insert NL Central team here the Brewers right and you couldn't go but maybe a month later they're playing the Rockies on a Tuesday you could do that you could swap them okay so they're really great about it but I've gone to one of the games because I couldn't go to opening day because we were on the air obviously um, that morning so oh no that was when we were still on at nights right so I couldn't make it over and it was the day you were flying back from the Final Four yes. So, um, yeah, I've gone to one game, and the season's almost over now because <laughs> they're in last place, and, and everybody's on the DL. Well, I am uh, tomorrow night will be going to my first Ranger game in two years. Wow. So, second-round playoffs, and it could so be— So you're going? I'm going. Wow, where'd you I get going. tickets? I did not. I'm going as a member of the media tomorrow. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. So I, uh, I said, you know what? I didn't go for two years. Why not? 
I mean, I might as well go now. They might be swept out this round, but yeah. I'll be in the building. I'll do my networking, if you will. Yeah. Maybe talk to a couple people from NBC and then go sit back, enjoy the game, and have a free pretzel. Should we have somebody from NHL Network or NBC join us during the Stanley Cup Finals, maybe? I think that would be worth it. And I thought about this if I'm going I mean, in there to talk to the, people. If the Oilers are in it, I don't know. I, there's a lot of these people who are Oilers based, senators. That would be tough. That would be a tough sell. But if you got them in studio. Yeah. Like, if we got Liam McHugh in studio, that wouldn't be a bad... Yeah, bit. I've met Liam, too. He's a great guy. Okay, so, I mean, if you got him in there, we did a little hockey, played 10 questions, I think that could be a good segment. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're not going to do it now in the second round, no. but I think in studio works. <sighs> Sens versus Oilers. Sens, Ducks. All these are rough for NBC. <laughs> Although, I'll say well, this... it's rough for us, too, because who's going to be listening, wanting to talk hockey? How, how about this? And this doesn't really... I know a lot of people don't care about hockey. Penguins Capitals Saturday night for the second straight Saturday night. NHL won the network TV ratings. Really? Now, mind you, the NBA games are being played on TNT or whatever. But as far as like CSI, Dateline, or whatever shows are on, the NHL for the first time basically ever on back-to-back Saturday nights is winning the network TV ratings wars. In the East, if you're talking about us talking uh, hockey, because now that the NFL draft is over, there is now a lull in the NFL. For so, sure. So basketball will carry the day on most of our shows. If we do work NHL in there, you have to do kind of big topics that people could understand. Like we did Alex Ovechkin on Monday. Yeah. And that, today. And, and yeah, today. And, and that that I thought was, um, you know, people could relate to it because they could think of other stars and other uh, teams and other sports that fell on their face like Ovechkin and the Capitals. Best case scenario for us talking hockey would have to be Pens, Capitals, or Rangers, right? No offense to the Senators, but nobody can name a player on the Senators. Right. Versus who in the West? I, oh, I, There's the Blues. I'm going to give the you. The Ducks, the Oilers. And, and the Predators. I'm going to give you the Predators. Okay. Couple reasons why. Number one, uh, P.K. Subban, I think, is kind of a star yeah, that people can say, relate to. Yeah. Number two, the idea that they're really into hockey in Nashville. I think there's other angles other than the actual hockey you could play up, like hockey in Nashville. It is kind of visually also stimulating when you watch a game down there because the, the stanchions are yellow. Yes. They're really into the game. It's really loud. Also, Carrie Underwood's husband plays for the Predators. Okay. So there's pop culture tie-ins there. Yeah. And again, I know I'm grasping at straws because this isn't the Blackhawks or Kings, but the Ducks ain't doing it for anybody out in Anaheim. The Kings are the team there. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe Connor McDavid with the Oilers. That would maybe, be kind of cool. That would be cool, but it would only really be cool for the diehard sports fan who realizes how good Connor McDavid is. You know, like, is the casual fan going to, like, give Connor McDavid a chance, or the series already going to be over before right. we realize how good McDavid is? Right. And the Blues, I mean, as long as much as St. Louis is in the center of America, can you name more than two Blues? No. No. Tarasenko, and that's it. And Brett Hull's definitely not still no. playing for them. No. Yeah. No, yeah, so... The, the West is tough pickings. Tough. If we get Sens Predators... Whew. Well, I don't think the Sens can get past the, the Penguins. Probably not, but you never know. They weren't supposed to get past the Rangers, and they're up 2-0 on them. True. True. I mean, it would be kind of cool to see Canada win a cup, but I don't think anybody in the States okay, cares that much about that. No, it would be cool to see Canada win a cup, but it would be cool to see the Maple Leafs or Canadians or even the Oilers win a cup. I mean, no offense to any Ottawa Senator fans. Is it cool to see the Ottawa Senators win a cup? Well, it, I think it'd be cool for Canada to win a cup in general, and if okay. we had the Senators versus the Oilers... Then you're guaranteed that. That'd be pretty neat. 
But then you're almost better off with one versus the other because it's like Can- Canada so versus no, USA. No drama there? No drama. Canada versus Canada? Yeah, the peacock is really pumped up about that. <laughs> um, tomorrow, little inside information, we have a meeting with one of our CBS consultants. I forgot about that. He's, Thank goodness you reminded me. He's coming in. Uh, so we are. every show is set up with a consultant. Uh, he comes in at noon tomorrow, I think, or 1230 after we're off the air. No, no, no. It's before the show. Oh, it's before the show. 830 to 9. Make sure you're here. we got to map out the show before. Wow, okay. How about um, you get here by 8 tomorrow? I reminded you that we had a meeting. You reminded me when the meeting I was. remember the time, yes. Didn't re- just didn't remember when. We are a real committed show here. <laughs> Very responsible. Together, that's how we make a team. So um, so we got the consultant tomorrow morning before the show. Before the show, What yes. do you think he's going to bring up? What Honestly, what do you think is the first topic? You probably played too much of the med kid cursing on the air today. <laughs> Maybe, because I wonder if he will try to grade out the previous show. I'm sure he listened to all the shows today, yes. So I bet you he'll say, how many times do we need to talk about a kid cursing that much? You know, I know. I just bleeped out. But I thought that was great radio. I thought it was great, too. There was a reason that I wanted to play. It is, it's hysterical, number one. Number two, the kid, it's great audio because the kid's very clear. Right. And he's got this really crazy funny accent when he's cursing going nuts he's going nuts he sounded like as you said ricky bobby's kid totally did totally played it off like talladega nights i thought that was great i thought already i don't know that we could be funnier this week than that moment so if that's what he had a problem with i live with it um i would agree and i would i would defend it um number two would he you think we're gonna get the drive more calls because if he says that and he wants us to do generic call topics you know i hate that yeah, I, I don't. Hate you it. know what? I don't think we're going to get that. You, I, that whole what's what's the team that hurt you most in your life, or what's the Mount Rushmore of this, or what's? I don't think we get that because I think he'll probably be satisfied with the amount of calls we do take anyway. Okay. Our show specifically, he might say that to some other show and give them that idea to get calls, but I bet you we don't get that. Okay. Um, encourage use of social media. Yes. That's a huge consultant thing. Oh, make sure you're putting stuff out on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, here's our page. But we do that a billion we times. We do that anyway. a billion times anyway. You would think he'd do his homework on that. I think so. Um, Less of the fat, bald guy behind the glass. Yeah, but today you didn't weigh in too much. I had, it's true. I had many scorching hot takes, so it didn't uh, it's true. leave a lot of breathing. Right? You know, wait, till, wait till after the NBA draft and we got that lull until training camp. Then I start passing the ball around. There's a lot of catches my way. That's when you start me in fantasy. <laughs> We have this uh, saying behind the scenes where some days it's uh, DA goes into basically ISO Joe mode. Right. Where I just take all the takes, I take all the shots, and nobody gets another word in edgewise because I have too many takes. And then there are lulled sports days where you go, what, DA spreading the offense a little bit. Totally spreading. You know you're getting 10 targets. You better not <laughs> drop any. And if, you, and if you're hitting the shots, he's going to keep dishing. <clears throat> you okay? Turn into John Fass on us? <laughs> It's so true. But, you know, if you keep knocking down the shots, they're going to keep passing on those, on those days. That's it. Um, you know, hopefully I don't have a cold day coming up here yeah. soon. Um, I am going to have to do the sportsman if you want to continue finishing this take on are Facebook Are you wrapping Live. this up now? I have to wrap it up. You could keep going. Uh, when do you have to wrap it up by? I mean in the next minute. Oh, okay. All right. So so uh, that'll wrap things up for the PGP side A. Side B coming up next, little James Ward action, which is great. And James Ward's going to stick around with me during football season to produce Sunday morning football, which is very, very cool. Have a great Monday, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Welcome into Side B of the PGP, week three of DA in the Midday. 
Uh, Pete the Body Bilotti taking a couple days off early in this week. He's uh, apparently moving into some new digs, so he's already going to take a week off from the PGP. And in comes an old friend, a voice from the darkness, James Pretty Boy Ward returns to the Permission Granted podcast. James, what's going on? I, uh, permission to board, I guess, since I'm no longer on the mothership. Please don't ask permission to board. I don't have the zap ready to go. I'm tired. Okay, well, there we go. Ward is uh, is back. And don't say you're not part of the mothership, because come fall when you're doing Sunday morning football with DA and you're doing your Ward's winners, you're still a part of the show. But we haven't had you now for, for two-plus weeks. So I guess first things first, James, something that was often commented on in the evening time slot, and for those of you who might be new to the Permission Granted Podcast, James Ward was the associate producer in Pete the Body Bilotti's role at night. I am uh, I'm gaining weight at a rapid clip here after two weeks, and I don't know how to solve this problem. It's a it's disgraceful. In two weeks, you have turned all of a sudden. You had all these good habits, and you just threw them all out the window. That's a good way of putting it. And I'm going to look at this side B as more of an intervention. So now, one of my great fears when moving to the daytime was the perhaps. In nighttime, there were a lot of things. I wasn't home at night, just at the end, that I, I didn't like. But one of the good things was I would wake up every morning, and the only thing I could do before leaving for work was really go to the gym because nobody's home, nobody's doing anything. Right, and you and get the morning workout in, you feel good about yourself. Feel good, and you give the most energy you have in the mornings is when you're first waking up, and I'm right. usually well-rested, I'm getting eight hours of sleep. And then on top of that, because I'm not in front of a kitchen at night come dinner time, I would be bringing in my dinner, which was only one portion. Now what's essentially happened is... While I might be getting to the gym every day, I must admit the workouts are, not that they're not as aggressive, but they're definitely being cut shorter than previously. And you say you're getting to the gym every day. I'm sorry if this comes off offensive, but you don't look like a guy that gets to the gym every day. What does that mean? You don't look like you're a guy that goes to the gym every day. Well, what what would define a guy that goes to the gym every day? Listen, I don't go to the gym every day, and I have a six-pack, so... If you're going to the gym every day, you're doing something wrong. Obviously, I'm doing something wrong. I think what I'm doing wrong is my diet because now, at night, James, instead of heating up my grilled chicken and brown rice or whatever the heck I'd be eating, uh, I'm making dinner almost every night. But, however, there's already been four nights of the 10 I've been at work where it's been takeout, whether it be Chinese food, as was documented for the NFL draft, whether it be uh, a Buffalo Wild Wings night, whether it be some pizza and I just simply wasn't doing those things in the evening, and it's starting to catch up with me. Like, things are starting to spiral out of control. I'm a quarterback who just threw four interceptions in back-to-back weeks, and I I got to stop this freight train. I used this analogy with you before. Two weeks in, you're 0-2, but you could still go 14-2. and You just have to turn the diet around. You got to stop with the Chinese food. You have to stop with the snacks. Just don't buy it from the grocery store. You're setting yourself up for failure with all these sweets at the house. I think you bring up a good point. It's buying it from the grocery store that's an issue because when I go food shopping, I'm always buying chips and cookies. And you had mentioned this in the newsroom. Nobody ever dieted on chips and cookies. Right. And it's not like like I like chips and cookies too. I just don't buy them. So it's like a luxury. Good point. It's like playing in the NFL. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. I got to avoid that. I also think another thing that's hurt me is I was doing either a shake or a little fruit or naked drink before a gym, right? And it would fuel me enough to get me through a workout. And then essentially I'd eat my lunch afterwards and then eat again at four and then maybe have a granola bar at some point during the show. It was actually a pretty healthy eating routine. Now I, I'm, I'm up at five in the morning. The show doesn't start till nine. I, I'm not having something right away because of fear of going to the bathroom on the train. 
So I'm not having my breakfast or like you live your life in shape. fear of going to the bathroom. Well, hold on here. Naturally, what happens is when you consume your first food product of the day, the way the human body is conditioned, and not to get too gross here, what comes in one end has to come out the other. It starts a forceful metabolism process, and for me, things could get ugly. Yeah, as no we one know. has more panic poops than you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So if I if I let's say have my uh, fruit smoothie or whatever, which I've been having uh, now at approximately seven thirty in the morning, I'm having it, but I've already been up for two and a half hours. If I have that at five oh five in the morning, I'm on an hour train. A half an hour in, it's going to be an ugly scene for me and everybody on the train. I mean, let's just call it like it is. And <sighs> nobody needs me going poops at Daisy, uh, you know, on the choo choo. It, but again, that's a you problem. So okay. you you treat your body like crap. What do you expect? Well, I just think even if I didn't treat my body like crap, that would be the issue. You're it's saying not if because I, I don't treat like my body like so you're crap. You're saying and it's if I ate cleaner the rest of the day, then that diet thing at the beginning wouldn't yeah. cause so much havoc and chaos through the streets of the Long Island Railroad. Right. You're uh, setting yourself up for failure. Okay, so I've set myself up for failure for that. I also am eating later because I'm eating maybe two three hours before I go to bed now, and. I can't not like whenever the here's the thing when you live with two people or live by yourself unless I'm doing something where I'm having like a like a turkey or buffalo chicken burger which sometimes I'll make those where it's like a a single person item right there are not many food products um that you can make fresh that are catered towards cooking for one or two people without it becoming a leftover situation right would you agree with that yeah but what's the problem with leftovers the problem is I don't know how to leave them as leftover it's basically mm. the issue. Because you could get the leftovers and then bring it for lunch the next right, day at Or work. I could extend it to like three dinners worth or something right, like that. Right. But I'm not. I'm basically I'm plowing through seconds and thirds at dinner like nobody's business. And then I sit there on the couch watching Seinfeld, my hand in my pants, and the Zubaz on going, well, my life's a disgrace. Two weeks in. Let me get another issues. pint of ice cream. Yeah. You know, luckily, I haven't. I had the ice cream in. I, I have ice cream in my freezer. I haven't crushed that every night. But that could be like when the dams break. So you know? you're plus six in two weeks. Plus six. That plus- is a pound every other day, which is almost impossible to actually do. So I've done the impossible. You've done the impossible. So I... If I wanted to gain six pounds, I would have to eat with reckless abandon for 24 hours straight. This is a struggle, James. It's a struggle. And I, you know what? I'm going to take the right approach to this mentally this week and do the right thing. And that is... Uh, if somebody offers me, like like my dad, for instance, because I watch the NFL draft for them, to watch a Ranger playoff game or something, hey, we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. You know what? I'm good on this one. I'm going to sit this one out because I know I'm going to eat like garbage on the weekend anyway, so I don't need to throw in the Wednesday problem. Just because your schedule changed doesn't mean your good habits that you found need to change. I need to just figure out a way to do that. But you got a promotion at work. Keep promoting positive uh, positive things in your life, which is not treating your body like a dumpster. You're right, because I'm going to be dead, and then we're going to need you know Billy Jockalone producing the DA show. Hey, I'll be producing the <laughs> D show if you're dead. So you are you rooting for death out of me? No, you're my friend. I'm I'm rooting for you to for your good well being. Well, speaking of that, what do, what's your excuse if you die? You got an excuse for everything. No one knew. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to eat like crap all day. Well, they, if don't Can't sell that use stuff. that excuse. Everyone told it. you. Don't sell the crap. If you don't want people eating like crap, they sell crap. It's called restraint. I don't have any restraint. No, you don't. You now are still in the evening time, two nights a week, with Bill Ryder, writer than you. Adam Klug, formerly the producer of the Doug Gottlieb Show, is producing. 
What uh, what do you like about the new time slot? And are, how have things changed from when me and you were sharing a behind-the-scenes situation? Well, the first two weeks— And be honest, because there's no way Adam Klug's listening to the Permission Grid podcast. That's 100% fair. Okay. Uh, the first two weeks have been really good. I think Bill Ryder does a great job. Um, he's someone, I think, that has covered the NBA extensively in, throughout mm-hmm. his career. And kind of the biggest story the last two weeks was the NBA playoffs. So we did a lot of NBA playoffs— we had a lot of really good guests. I think so far, Klug has made a pretty good tradition uh, transition into the evenings. I would say you do a little bit more as far as podcasting than he does, but he's he's kind okay. of dipping his feet in the water in that. He's doing a little bit more of that stuff than he's been been doing in the past. But I think in general, the, sh- the show's been been pretty good. We've heard from, from some D-Aliens that have been into the show so far, but I think in general, it's been a win. Now, have you encountered, James, because you were kind of like the lone wolf left behind from the DA show, have you encountered any of these callers or whatever giving you like a hard time about missing the DA show? Because I hope that's not happening to Bill. No, it actually hasn't happened at all. Good, because I, I didn't think it would because Bill's similar in many ways to DA. Right, and Bill does a really good job. Everyone, like we want calls, we want interaction on social media, so it's not like we're transitioning into a show that doesn't have any listener interaction. The show has a ton of listener interaction. So I think for the most part, everyone that was big fans of, of DA, they're they're in fans of the new show too. Okay, and now real quickly, two things I want to rifle through before we get out of here. Is Berman still bitter? Yes, Berman will be bitter forever. Okay, has he gotten better at all? No. Because remember, we left on kind of frosty, it's, between it's me and hard, him, frosty terms. It's hard to tell. I think maybe Berman was a little bit better the first week, but the last week, Bill has actually been doing his show from Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, still getting things together with the family, prepared for the cross-country move. I think maybe that has made Berman a little bit bitter. I think when Bill was in studio, uh, it was easier to be more excited about the, the his his role. More engaged. Yeah, more engaged. And again, Berman a big Mets fan. The Mets have had a, had a rough couple weeks. Good point. I think that Berman's really kind of taken that taking that not so well. And doesn't have his Islanders in the playoffs. Okay. Now back to uh flatulence or uh my bowel <laughs> movements, if you will. I thought we were making another transition into something about Berman, but no, it's no. it's your it's no, no. your gastrointestinal disease. Well, in yours, and this is where I'm gonna tie it in. Now if you work in close quarters, and this goes for any workplace environment that you happen to be working in, unless you're some kind of truck driver where you're by yourself and you're in close quarters, the body and not Pete, the body body, the body, the human body is a natural working organism, okay? Some and, of ours works better than the others. Right. And let's call it like it is, and some affiliates may be angry, So, but we could talk about this on the podcast. A fart is going to happen, okay? Yeah. Now, James, when we were no working— No one wants to push the fart back. No, when we were working at night, by the time the night show rolled around, it was 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern, I had basically finished my meals for the day. And as we pointed out, I was eating healthier. However— that was when the body kind of seeps out the gas, okay? The, it's, yes. the gas leaks happen, and there'd be nights where I would wreak havoc. There'd be nights where you would wreak havoc. There'd be nights together we'd wreak havoc. <laughs> and I have to be fair, working the mornings, I haven't, I'm just going to call it like it is, in two-plus weeks on the DA show, I have not farted once in the control room, which is ironic because I'm eating worse but just, I'm not a morning farter, and I wonder... I'm not a morning farter. <laughs> I wonder, though, Adam Klug, not cut from the same cloth as me and you, have you farted around Adam Klug yet? Almost like when you fart around a girlfriend for the first time. 
Have you passed gas in front of Adam Klug yet and stunk up the control room like me and you used to do? You know what? That's a good question. I'm not really sure if I've if it's happened. Wow. So do you have some nervous? Maybe not, a not little bit. Don't I don't. Wanna, I don't really want. You walk in the control to, room. I don't really want Klug to find me disgusting yet. Maybe give it a couple of weeks, but I really don't think it's happened so far. So do I just scream? I want you to be disgusting around me. Do I just give off that comfort level? Yeah, because I know no matter what I do, I won't be as disgusting as you. That's a good way to live life. I will. Like I will never have an oopsie. It'll just never happen in my entire life. So no plenty. matter what, it's never going to be even playing field. I'm like Pac-Man Jones with suspensions. I've had several oopsies. Right, right. <laughs> Multiple time offender. Goodell wants a word. <laughs> right, like next next thing and you're out of the league forever. For me, I'll probably get a warning. <laughs> That's so true. Um, okay, well, now I have to go do a CBS Sports Minute as we're taping this. So, okay. uh, James, we're going to give you a Twitter plug again. Yeah, maybe I'll get some more followers at James Ward CBS. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Thanks for joining the PGP. Hopefully, we'll get you on in another couple weeks. Yeah, let's hope. You maybe I'll, I'll I'll pinch hit for the body, Bilotti often. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, and we like the body, but maybe the body is one of those guys who on the PGP, you have him as your starting catcher, but he's going to catch maybe a hundred of hundred sixty-two games, and he still need a solid. Right. Backup, which is where you would fill that role. If you got seven games in a week, maybe Bilotti gives you four games, I give you three. So we've already worked that in. So you're in one out of three, but we'll get you back, James. All and, right. uh, you know, we'll talk about gas some more. Sounds good. All right. Take care, everybody. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.